welcome to the Nixus podcast. My name is Melanie Nix. Uh, we're in season two. And right now I'm sitting down with Alex from Talwar. Alex, welcome. Thank you. Hello, everyone. I'm really, uh, really happy to be here with you today. So if you hear the ocean, just I'm not on vacation. Alex is sitting next to the ocean. So I have a beautiful <laughs> view while we're talking. <laughs> yes. How was music introduced to you? Uh, music was introduced when I was uh, really young. Uh, I uh, I had my my parents who had uh, they had um, uh, they had many many things. They had um, Led Zeppelin. They had a lot of disc, and uh, I, uh, I it began it began like like this with uh, this rock sonorities. Uh, very uh, very powerful, uh, of good taste actually, uh, and uh, for me it was uh, it was really important in, until now. So Alex, you are part of Talwar. What do you yeah. do with Talwar? So in in Talwar, uh, I sing. I have the I'm lead lead singer. I'm also the guitarist, and uh, I. Um, I make the songs, I compose the songs, the lyrics, the music, um, and the other, uh, my bandmate, uh, his name is Jonathan Tonucci, um, he does the, the drums, the, um, the bass lines, and all the arrangements, and uh, all the backing vocals. Very nice, very nice, a very interesting sound, I like it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> How did you learn to play guitar? Uh, well, I, uh, I, I, had, uh, I had guitar lessons when I was young. I was something like, uh, I don't know, 10, 10 11. And uh, it was great. I had two, three, three teachers. They were all different. Uh, and I had guitar lessons until I was something like 20, even 25. I think I, 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 I had some, some lessons again after. Um, and uh, it was great. I still have the, the guitar I bought to my uh, to my uh, first uh, first teacher. It's uh, it's a nice Vigier Escalibur uh, from '91, and uh, I, I love this guitar. Very cool. And how'd you learn to sing? Oh, I, I did. I didn't learn. <laughs> I think I I did the other way. I I tried to. Uh, um, to do songs that could uh, be on my uh, my voice, actually, <laughs> because I I, I have a, I have a strange voice. I cannot uh, I cannot scream. I I I cannot go high in pitches in high pitches, you know. So I have to uh, to compose with that. I assume we all have our voices, right? We all yeah. have stuff we can do. I mean, I pretend to growl and scream i sound <laughs> like a baby cub like a baby lion but you know it's getting there i'm practicing but it's <laughs> not easy for everybody um but you have yeah. to sound and that's what makes you who you are yeah 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 i think what so guitar would be the first instrument you learn to play do you play anything else no, no, it's the only, uh, the only instrument I, I can play, actually. I've been lazy. <laughs> I didn't learn the piano or, or something else. 
I, I've, I've always wanted to, to take uh, uh, singing lessons, but I couldn't find the time, uh, you know, with, uh, with um, uh, uh, work and, uh, and family. So uh, I do my best. I mean, now with YouTube, um, it's easier to find, you know, training. I was talking with um, Norman Skinner last night, and that's what he was telling me. He said, back when I started making music, he said, there is no, if you wanted teachers, you had to go get teachers. He said, now there's YouTube. But you got to be careful what you're listening to on YouTube because not everybody knows what they're talking about. Oh, so, yes, I see. You know, but there is <laughs> teachers out there. Um, that's yes, but definitely I, I should, uh, I should uh, watch I some videos uh, instead of uh, watching uh, videos about uh, guitars and gear and... Uh, and amps. <laughs> <laughs> well, we watch what interests us, right? You, you, you're, you're very into your guitar, so you know. Yeah, sure yeah. Watch something about it. <laughs> I, I love my guitars. How many do you own? Uh, I have a bunch of guitars. I've got my uh, my Vichy uh, Escalibur. I also have two um, two Les Pauls. I recently acquired a, a Black Beauty with three pickups. I love, I love that guitar. It sounds uh, woody and dry. It's, uh, it's, it's amazing. And I also have um, a Strat, a Strat that I, I used on the on the track, um, a Maze. And uh, I play them on a, on a Mesa Boogie uh, Mark II C Plus. That I am lucky. Uh, I'm really lucky to to have. It's a really rare rare amp, and the sound is uh, is just uh, incredible. I, I love that sound. Yeah, so it's just pleasure, <laughs> only <Just> pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> so for you guys wondering, um, um, uh, Alex is from France, right? Yes. So Talwar is a band located in France. We've met um, Soleil Noir in the first season so welcome to our second band <laughs> yeah absolutely uh in the community on, on, in the facebook community it happens that uh a lot of french uh bands are from the south of france and uh we are planning to have uh, to have live lives together you know that would be uh, amazing Oh yeah, it will be amazing. I'm sure. <laughs> so uh, we try to to do something with a uh, Soleil Noir, uh, Patient, 404, uh, Just a Soul, and uh, maybe Dark Dogs. I have to get in touch with them, um, and uh, I, I'm sure it will be amazing. <laughs> all names that I'm very familiar with, like you said, the Facebook community. Um, all these guys are there all the time. Yeah, yeah, it's it's incredible. It's just uh, it's it's great. It's great uh, for, for for us. It it uh, started something like three months ago, and uh, I, I was not really on Facebook. I was more in, on Instagram, but no, nothing really happened on Instagram. And one day, I don't know why, I I responded to uh, I answered to a, a post uh, about support local bands. And, uh, and I thought, uh, yeah, we are local. We are local from somewhere. So I said, yeah, we are local. Support us. And I, uh, I posted the link, and it started from there. Uh, we got in touch with um, uh, this band is 
um, Dead is Dead is the New Black. Uh, I, I love that that band. And then uh, Death Death Pigeon, Anger Overdose, and yes. all the all all these bands. <laughs> All these amazing people. Same thing for me. Um, I started the podcast in January. Yeah. I only had one interview a month. Um, but that's how it was supposed to be. It was supposed to be quiet. Just let's do this. January passed. January <laughs> passed. Then March, I met all of you guys in the community. And it has changed the, po the podcast completely. Um, I have Ames right now coming in as a host. She's going to be hosting her own episodes of the Nixus podcast um, <laughs> because we're too busy. So thank yeah. you very much, guys. I appreciate all the support. Um, yeah. The Facebook community is off, off the chains. I mean, um, I'm meeting incredible people from all around the world. So I'm very grateful for that community. Yeah, that's in incredible. Incredible the, the way people support each other. Uh, we we barely uh, we bar we uh, we barely uh, make posts about ourselves. Actually, uh, we we talk about each other, and the other talk about us, and that's just uh, that's just great. That's just great. Well, that's the trick, right? That's the that's that's what has to happen. If you look at bands that only promote themselves on their pages, there's not a lot of traffic. Yeah. Unless Unless you're a big name, unless you're, you know, you have mm -hmm. an established fan base. Uh, but even then, even the podcast hosts, radios, as soon as people start posting for other people, other people start posting for you. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's, uh, it's incredible. Um, it's, for me, it, it, it really is social media, you know? It's really socials. Uh, people talk together. They, uh, they. Uh, it, it's so funny to uh, to support people and to, to listen to their music, and to like it or not. But uh, I, I used to I, I used to listen to a lot of uh, uh, big bands, uh, you know, uh, big rock bands. And, mainstream and, music, yeah. Yeah, mainstream music. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> and uh, nowadays, I uh, I. Uh, I, uh, the, most of the time, I, I listen to indie music. <laughs> Same. Same. Yeah. That's My just great. are only indie music, basically, and covers from indie bands. Like, oh, I like this song. They covered it. Yay, you know. But, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you got to local. You got to support your local bands, even if they're not local. Any small indie bands. Uh, every band started off that way. So why not give them a chance? Um, yeah. My guest last night, uh, Norman Skinner, um, just got a call from the band Forbidden. I don't know if you know them. No, uh, to I don't go know. tour with them. He's a U.S. guy, and he's going on your side. Really? Go tour with a big band. Forbidden's. Uh, I didn't know them, but they are supposedly a big band. He said he was looking up to the lead singer, who is now retired. So he's taking his place. Oh, so, that's incredible. You never know. You never mm. know where your journey brings you. You just got to keep doing what you're doing and have fun. Yeah. Have fun doing yeah. it. Yeah, I think it's, it's, the, it's the most important. You know, it's, uh, it's to have fun. And, 
and I mean, uh, when you see the, 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 the amount of work uh, to become a musician, to, uh, to, to do an, an EP, an album, uh, to try to do uh, uh, its own music, and, and then you, uh, we, we, we have this community in which people really listen to each other and, uh, and react, and uh, that's just, just fun. It's, uh, it's pure happiness, you know. Every day... Uh, it's it's some it's some it's something I really uh, I hope it will last uh, long. Same same. Um, <clears throat> Soleil Noir, Death Pigeons, uh, Anger Overdose. Those guys are always there, always there. Um, I have Matt, my audio engineer Matt, always there to support. He's sharing bands every day. Ames and Brit do the same thing. I mean, it's it's the way we can help. Any way we can help. Uh, we want to help. And support brings support. If you don't think that you need to support people, then why should people support you? Yeah, it's true. That's true. <laughs> so let's speak about the name Talwar. Where, where does it come from? Um, Talwar is the name of uh, a legendary sword that, uh, that is in, a, in an old uh, video game from the 80s. <laughs> uh, it's a video game I I loved when I was something like 12. I, I couldn't even uh, everything was was written in English. I I didn't uh, speak English at the time. Uh, and uh, in this adventure game, there was this great tall walls like Excalibur, you know. Uh, and I thought that the name uh, was um, it sounded really. Uh, rock metal you know and uh and i thought well first first it's a good name for a song and then uh with my by mate with uh with joe uh, we were looking for uh, uh, um, the name of a band uh and uh, we finally uh we finally choose the uh, tall wall i mean it is fitting strong metal uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's something like it's uh, uh, magmatic, it's uh, medieval, it's uh, it's something strong, it's something uh, I don't know. I, I love that that word. <laughs> Do you remember what video game that was? <laughs> yes, it was a uh, is. It's a uh, Y S is and the vanished omens. It was on the Sega Master System. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a really old one. <laughs> yeah, a long time ago. <laughs> but those games were so good. I, I'm, yeah, not, no. I'm not bashing the games today because I am a video game lover. But yeah, the yeah. games back then were so complicated. Yeah. Yeah, they, they had something. They, uh, they had something. They, they had good stories. They had to do. Uh, they had to be great because uh, uh, technically it, it was uh, it, 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 it's old old games. So they had to have a, a big uh, big story and um, nice things in it. And, um, and uh, I love that. I love that. <laughs> it's like the the Final Fantasy games. Yeah. That yeah, those yeah. are always been one of my favorite. The cutscenes are amazing. Everything is you know <laughs> you wanna see the story. And then sometimes you play games where you're like, Okay, skip the story, I just wanna fight or you know. 
Yeah. But the old yeah, days, was amazing. I read every time Mario, the, they would tell you the princess is in another, in another castle, and you just read it anyways, because maybe the story changed in every <laughs> castle. Guys, spoiler yeah. alert, it doesn't. She's never... No. <laughs> <laughs> How yeah, would you describe your music, Alex? Sorry? How would you describe your music? Um, first, first of all, I would say it's a fusion between uh, different, uh, different styles or genres. Uh, me, uh, my, uh, my musical origins are metal and uh, classic rock. And uh, my bandmate is more a soul guy, you know. He's a soul guy who wanted to, to play rock. And uh, so when, when he does the, the arrangements, uh, it, it, it always turns the, the music into something um, uh, tribal, you know, uh, so, something heavy. And I think that at the end, our, our music is it's not thunderous. It's not a metal thunderous. It's more magmatic. It comes from the, the deep, you know, the, the, the deep inside, the, the, the caves. Um, and I try to have guitar riffs like this. You know, they are, I want them to be, to, to be strong and to, and to be fat and to be, uh, I, I don't know how to say that, but um, heavy. Uh, want them thick. <laughs> thick. Yeah, thick, thick. And um, and I don't know maybe because of my voice sometimes it's uh, it's more jazzy you know yeah you may have some jazzy uh, jazzy ways of singing and uh, and so it does uh, at the end we have a a strange fusion I would say <laughs> but that's that's what makes you unique you know that's what gives you your sound I, I like when bands you know, split up like that. Um, my old band, I mean, guitar player was very into Three Days Grace. Um, yeah. I, into anything from pop to metal to, uh, I grew up on Celine Dion and now I'm listening to In This Moment. So there's oh, yes. influence from <laughs> everywhere. And my producer was influenced by Dream Theater, by the yeah. other bands. So when we all put that together, it was like, Wow, what's that sound? It was yeah. us. That's what made us us. So let's take a few minutes and listen to what makes you guys you and listen to your first song, Talwar.
just listen to Tall War. Uh, is that your first song you were saying? Uh, yes, yeah, yes. That was, was the, the first song we, uh, we recorded, and uh, it's the first song of the, of the EP. What's the song about, just 
give us a little total war is complicated it's uh it it, it deal with it deals with uh, my old uh, eldest memory as a child i was something like 3 i know we we don't remember things before 3 3 and uh, i was 3 and i remember i had that vision I, I don't know if it was a dream or something i, I watched on the t on the telly on the tv uh, I was something like a spirit in the abyss, in the sea, and uh, there was seaweed, and after this, the seaweed, there was that collapsed entrance of temple, like it was uh, Atlantis, you know. And I remember that until, long, uh, until I was 20, something like this, I thought that, that this was a memory of before life, you know, that was a memory before I was born. And uh, it was the impression that, that it gave me, you know. And um, so I, I thought it was a, a good topic for a song to, uh, to talk about this memory. I wanted to put it in somewhere, you know. Yeah, keep the memory alive, right? Yeah. <laughs> it could have been a flashback of an old life. Maybe you did find it. Maybe you were a mermaid. Mermaid. Yeah, maybe, maybe, yeah. The merman. <laughs> but it's crazy because I, I, I still remember the, the image. You know, it's the I know it's the the the, 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 the eldest memory I I have. It's incredible. It's really powerful. You know. It is. It is because I don't think I remember. I don't remember much from my childhood except from things that people told me that happened. Yeah. Um, so. To have a vivid memory like that, like that is that is amazing. Yeah. yeah. Um, who inspires you, uh, music-wise? Um, who inspires me? Um, many, many people. Not, oh no, I won't say many, but uh, I've got uh, that guy, uh, Josh Homi. Yes, um, I think he's incredible. He's a genius. Uh, everything it does is uh, is just great. I really had a big period uh, of my life where I was only listening to uh, Josh Omi uh, bands. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's just incredible because uh, uh, he managed to to I don't know to invent many genres. I I think and. Uh, Every time you, you, you hear some, something he did, you, you are, at first note you know there is Josh Omi in the, in the project. It's, it's incredible. I, I love this guy. And uh, also um, John Petrucci from Dream Theater, because it's a, he's a nice guy. He's a really nice guy and uh, he's a big worker and uh, also a genius. Uh, musically speaking, he's a genius. And uh, I also like uh, Sting. I, I like Sting because uh, he has that, uh, uh, I, I don't know, his, uh, uh, this presence. This, uh, for me, he's really an artist, a singer, is incredible. And uh, I, used to, I, I, I knew that he was from the north of England. And um, 
when I was young, I, I lived just one year in England. It was in uh, Newcastle. And uh, it was from there. So uh, I started to really got into him uh, at that moment because uh, just uh, just like that. And also, also really important is uh, Mark Nofler, also from Newcastle in England. Uh, Mark Nofler from uh, Dallas Strats. Uh, a genius, also a genius that who uh, invented the genre who, uh, who could play they, they, these guys. You know, these guys they managed to to do their music to express to express themselves. Um, they went beyond uh, their musical origins. I think they went beyond um, music musical theory. And they, they managed to go deep into themselves and listen to, to the flow they had in themselves. And uh, I think it's, uh, it's like exploration. I love this part of music. I, uh, I, I love to spend time uh, trying to explore. I don't know if I, if I can do it, but for me, it's, it's like a quest to explore, uh, to explore oneself in music and try to come back, to come back from the cave with what we we found and try to put it in music and uh, and uh, and share it to to, uh, to everybody that's uh, that's a lot of different inspiration dream theater is a name that comes back a lot uh, through a lot of the bands so yeah dream theater for for guitar players are a big inspiration yeah because I, I think this guy is uh, John Petrucci is so generous I think that it's generosity, uh, his way of playing, his, his music, his generosity, is giving everything he, he can give, I think. It's, uh, and it's just beautiful. It's beautiful. How would, you, how would you define success as an artist? Uh, how, how would I what, sorry? <laughs> define success as an artist. Uh, for me, our success uh, would be to to manage to be dynamic in a way of uh, playing live uh, with bands we like uh, to and, and and see people enjoying it and uh, and continuing uh, making music, uh, composing, uh, having fun. Uh, doing lyrics, which is quite poetry, you know, I think, um, and, uh, and and still play play music. All, all this uh, as long as as possible, actually. That that would be success for me. I uh, from for me, uh, it, it it would not be a success if if one day it stops. It's something you like doing that you would love to do for. Forever, like till yeah. it can't anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I appreciate every. Uh, uh, there's sorry. no age limit. There's no age limit to music. Uh, the best example I can give is Johnny Cash. Yeah. Uh, I, we were talking about him yesterday, and you know, uh, he <laughs> and my guest yeah. was saying like, "Oh, well, I don't know how long I'll be making music." And I was like, "Well, Johnny Cash was doing Hurt at 77." So, I mean, there's no excuse. Yeah, there's, uh, absolutely, there's no excuse. I saw Sting uh, six months ago uh, in Aix-en-Provence, not far from here. 
And this guy is, I think, 71 now, I must think. Uh, I might be wrong. And uh, it was incredible how, for, for me, it stuck me to see that uh, the age uh, has no place. It could have been 50, it could have been 30, it would have been the same. The show was incredible. And, uh, and there was no problem. It's, uh, so yeah, there, there, no excuse. <laughs> Where can we find you guys on social media? Yes. Uh, you can find us on every streaming platforms. You can find us on, uh, well, Spotify. Uh, you can find us on YouTube. We have, uh, we have made a, a channel uh, recently. And, uh, and that's it. Yeah. You have Facebook, you have Instagram. Yes, of course, yeah. Instagram, uh, Facebook, uh, really dynamic community, Facebook. <laughs> you guys have any merch? No, not yet, not yet. But uh, we're planning to have. Well, if I you would guys like are to start to play live. You guys are gonna need to have merch for sure. Uh, yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, yeah, that, that would be great. And uh, I, uh, I really want to have uh, the, uh, the album, the EP, maybe doing two or three more songs and then uh, doing a, a vinyl, vinyl album. Yeah, that would be amazing. With, yeah, that would be amazing. Uh, I love the, you know, the, the artwork we have, the, um, the fox and the, and the bull, were made by uh, an incredible artist from Mexico. Uh, his name is... Andres Sabino, and he's a great guy. He's really nice. He's really uh, he, he really listens to, to what we uh, we told him. It is really nice. We um, I found him on the Instagram on, on Instagram, and uh, the first time I, I I saw what he was doing, I thought that it was incredible. It was really everything he does. You know, you know, he he did that. He, uh, for me, he uh, he managed to to do something uh, unusual, you know, and uh, and I thought that uh, it would be great to uh, to have the, one of his pictures uh, for our album, and um, that it it would give us a sort of fullness, you know. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, I, I dream to have um, a proper big album with uh, Andres Sabino uh, picture on it. Uh, he did uh, two two of them for, for us, and um, I, I wanted to 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 uh, to do us um, a third that would be inside. You know, when you open the the how do you, how do you say vinyl or vinyl? Vinyl. <laughs> Vinyl. Vinyl, yeah. Yeah, I, I dream to have a, a, a big vinyl album, you know, you, that you can open and have that a, a beautiful image from and, Andres Sabino from Mexico. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy that they're making a comeback uh, because those albums are amazing. Um, I remember having a bunch of vinyl albums when I was a kid, like the Michael Jackson and all the, you know. Yeah. It was really awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome to play them. Oh, yeah. There's yeah, a yeah, different yeah. sound. It doesn't yeah. look the same. It's, it's not the same. It's, uh, it's more generous. It's, uh, it's a ritual in itself. Yes. And, uh, yeah. 
I, I mean, it's, it's really important. It's important. And, uh, and we, will, we would be so happy to have one uh, with our music in it. Uh, that, that would be so great. <laughs> right, right. Um, what are the plans for the coming months? I know you, you talked about live. Yes, uh, with my bandmates, we are preparing uh, lives. Um, so we are um, actually we are working on, on the system because we are just the two of us. And uh, obviously, we need uh, we need a bass line and um, and maybe a keyboard, but we, we don't we don't have. So we are just the two of us, and we, we are we are playing on uh, sequences. I don't know sequels sequences. Yeah. So uh, it's a it's it's a, a new work for us. Well, for me, not for my bandmate, but for <laughs> me, it's, it's a new work to, to work with uh, ear monitors. Your monitoring, so it takes time, and uh, we want to change things, you know, in the structure of the of the song, to uh, to to go from a, a studio version to a live version to uh, to prepare a show actually. So I think we will be ready for uh, for this autumn, because it's a it's a lot of work. Yes, yes, and like you were saying, your bandmate is pretty busy during the summer, so. Yeah, yeah, he's a he's a professional musician. So he has uh, different um, different projects, and uh, during summer he's playing, uh, let's say, three, three, three four times uh, a week. Uh, during the uh, the year, he usually plays once a week, yeah. and I, th I think it's really it's really cool for him, you know. And uh, he is also a music teacher, so uh, he's a really busy guy because he, he really wants to. Uh, to uh, to succeed in, in music, yeah. And uh, so during summer we are we are rehearsing, but not that that much actually. Do you guys have any artistic uh, collaboration plans? Yes, yes. Because thanks of this indie village, <laughs> this yeah. indie community, uh, it happens that uh, many of the French bands, we are all from the same area in the south of France. Uh, so I'm talking about Just to Soul, about uh, Patient 404, about Soleil, Soleil Noir, uh, Dark Dogs, and others. And uh, so I think uh, we, are, we are planning to, uh, to, to make lives together, and uh, that will be awesome. <laughs> that will be amazing to see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's take a short break and listen to your second song, Barry Cadwood. Let's rise and run for freedom And heal wounds and bruises, scars Endless fears and race 
Welcome back, guys. Uh, I'm sitting down with Alex from Talwa. Uh, we've just listened to Barry Kedod. Uh, do you want to talk about the song a little bit? Yeah, uh, Barry Kedod is strong. Um, the, the title comes from um, Paradise Lost from Milton. You know, is a is an English uh, writer from uh, I don't know the century. I think it's 16th century, something like this. And um, this uh, this book, for me, eh, and for uh, metal metal many metal heads, it's the longest uh, heavy metal song ever written. And I think that's true. And I, I read the book. Uh, it's quite hard to read that book for a French. And uh, I managed to go uh, until the end. And I thought that it was so powerful. And uh, so uh, it, it's, it inspired me, that song, actually. And uh, it's, um, it's a military song. You can play it, you know, with a little drum, a military drum and a flute. You can, uh, you can take the, um, uh, the chorus and uh, play it like this. And you are on the, on the battlefield and uh, you are leading people to, to battle. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's the, the story of Satan that comes back from Eden and uh, he comes back in, in Pandemonium and, uh, to, to speak to his uh, legends. Uh, and yes, this is the, the, the story of that, uh, of that song. Very nice. Other than music, do you have any other hobbies? Uh, my hobbies, um, well, I, I, I would say that it's my job. I, uh, I really love my job. I'm a stone cutter. You say stone cutter or stone mason? Um, I'm not sure. What do you do? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like a, a sculpture, but for architectural uh, things like stairs, like, uh, I don't know, columns. Um, so I think it's stone cutter, maybe? I think so. Yeah. And uh, it's a really, uh, it's a, I don't know how to say that, it's a passion job. Uh, Normally, you, you do that job for because of passion, you know, because it's really uh, interesting. And I and I love my job. I love to uh, to cut stones, uh, to do things. I worked in uh, in carries. One was uh, uh, deep in the, in the ground, you know, and that was incredible. Uh, that was a great experience. It's powerful. It's uh, for me. It's a really powerful uh, uh, job. And. Uh, 
it maintains you uh, young. <laughs> it's like yes. it's like a sport. It's like a sport actually uh, with art in it. And uh, I loved. Uh, I also loved the, the tra all the tradition behind. You know uh, the the cathedrals, the, the builders of cathedrals. They uh, their uh, spiritual traditions, alchemy, um, and uh, hermetic uh, spirituality, and uh, stone cutting uh, is um, uh, is I don't know how to say that. Uh, bathing, <laughs> Benya, uh, in this uh, magical culture, and I think it's powerful. It's uh, it reminds me of uh, of our music actually, our our, our music. Uh, if I had to to add something about it, about our, our style, is really inspired by uh, this uh, magical side of stone cutting. You know, old stone cutting from the time of cathedrals and all. So you can find inspiration for your music into everything, even into your job. Yeah, yeah, because uh, my job is, uh, well, there, there was an architect who said that uh, stone cutting was out of music because it's uh, out of harmony. You try to find uh, harmony in what you're building, in what you're cutting. And um, so the, let's say the, the vibrations that we have when we are playing uh, our music, well, for me, actually, uh, I try to, to, to find them also uh, every day uh, when, I, when I am working at a, uh, in my work workshop. Very interesting. So the vibration that you would feel in your workshop, you could bring that into your music. Yeah. Yeah, I try to share that with people. I try to, to share that... Uh, that yeah, that, that vibration that for me is uh, is in incredible. You know, it's like I don't know a shot of adrenaline. Or it's uh, it's just uh, uh, I, I don't know. It's it's a good, it's a good bonheur. <laughs> only happiness. Yes, only happiness. <laughs> yeah, I try, I try, I try to do as much uh, what I love to do. You know, so uh, I I I didn't want to have a job uh, boring. You know. Uh, I, I wanted to, it, it was my, I, I don't know, maybe my rebellious, rebellious aspect of myself. I wanted to, to, to have good time, you know, even in hard work, because uh, stone cutting is really hard because you, you're working uh, outside uh, during winter, in the wind, uh, uh, sometimes raining. Uh, so it, it's, it's not easy, but it's, it, it's really powerful. And I am I'm lucky because... I work for myself, you know. Uh, well, I, I work for people, but uh, I'm independent. Yes. And uh, I've always dreamed to cut stone with big metal music uh, playing at the workshop. And I can do that, you know. <laughs> I can do that. So I, it's perfect. It's just perfect. Just when, um, when customers come at the workshop, I switch to jazz. <laughs> <laughs> Just, we don't need to scare all the customers away. Good job. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. I can tell that you love life. You love what you're doing. Um, you have a happiness about you. You have a, a vibe and an energy. Uh, it's beautiful. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Well, we are trying to uh, to do that uh, as much uh, as we can. <laughs> 
We hope it uh, it would last longer. It's yes. a better way to. It's a good way to live life. If you can be happy in every aspect of your life, uh, music, work, home. I mean, that's success. Yeah, yeah, I think that's so. How I define success as an artist is yeah. if you can have happiness in every aspect of your life. If you yeah, wake yeah. up in the morning and you don't go, oh, damn, another day, and you actually are happy to wake up in the morning, success. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for, for me, the, for me, that's success. It's uh, yeah. it's to play music and be happy, and uh, not to play music because uh, I, I want to compensate something uh, something else. You know, just just for fun. It's uh, yeah, it's happiness. <laughs> What's the best advice another musician gave you? Uh, well, the best advice a musician gave me was someone who uh, was always telling that uh, when we wanted to do something, they were saying, uh, no, it's too difficult. It's, 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 it's more complicated than that. Uh, no, we shouldn't do that because uh, it's, no. And um, I think it was a good thing because uh, I never listened to that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it led me to... On the contrary, to uh, to try to, to listen to what I had uh, inside of me, you know, and uh, and try to, to find the best inside of me, put it in music, and uh, and share it to everyone, and not try to, to say uh, no, it's uh, too difficult, or no, it's uh, it's a bad idea because it's more complicated than that. People won't like it. Yeah. Obviously, when when we are trying to to give what we have inside us. And um, and uh, obviously, it, it's not like a recipe, you know, uh, like a rock recipe when you do a music. You know, people will like it because you put the, the power, the dynamic, everything uh, that, that works in, in rock, in a genre, for example. Well, of course, you, you don't know if uh, people will, will like it, but it's, uh, it's, for me, it's what's funny about uh, playing music and uh, and uh, passing time to, to do that because uh, I don't know it's uh, it's um, let's say exciting yes it's uh, the exciting part. Awesome. Well, Alex, we're getting towards well, we're getting to the end of the interview. Um, yeah. Everybody that has been listening to the Nixes podcast knows that the Nixes question is coming. We end every interview with the same question. If you get a chance to sit down with little Alex. At any point of your life, what would you tell yourself? Uh, work your scales <laughs> and uh, and drink more. Oh, Nothing there we go. <laughs> <laughs> I made I made too too much sport when I was young. <laughs> That's not good. <laughs> so there we go. We've heard drink less. We hear drink more. <laughs> <laughs> I had told him about Storms Within's answer that one day where they told me, well, I would tell myself to drink less. <laughs> But definitely work your scales. I mean, a lot of people have told their younger self that, you know, start working younger on your music. You'll be happy about that one when you're older. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which I wish I could have told myself too when I was younger. Stick the guitar. Because <laughs> you'll want to play one day and you won't have the patience to learn it anymore. That's where I'm at right now. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, I could take the guitar and play Four Non Blondes, What's Up? And then, well, I have to put the guitar back there because I don't know anything else, just that song. Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uh, But Alex, thank you so much for being here today uh, to take an hour out of the beautiful day. Guys, if you could see, it is beautiful out there. The sun is shining. The water is beautiful. I mean, thank you very much, Alex, for bringing me to your little part of the world and uh, for showing us, uh, talking about Talwa and letting, letting us know what it's all about. Um, thank you, Melanie. It was a, it was a real pleasure to, uh, to talk with you and to talk with, uh, with you uh, in the village, everyone. Absolutely. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> we'll make sure that we um, share this with everybody. And, uh, of course, shout out to the indie community on Facebook. Um, you are doing great things, guys. Keep going. This was Melanie Nix with the Nixus Podcast with Alex from Tower. Make sure you follow them on social media and on every streaming platform. Add them to your playlist, guys. Uh, it helps a lot. Uh, it shows love to the artist. And it makes everybody smile when you look at those stats. And you can see that a lot of people are streaming your music. Um, <laughs> So have a nice day, guys, and we'll catch you on the next episode.